ACASTCAST. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When adversity hits, how do you control your reactions? How do you react to a difficult sales situation, unexpected sales situation? Hi, welcome to Sales is Easy Podcast. This is Alan Meyer, your host. And uh, before we jump into this topic of uh, sales adversity and how to control your reactions, Sales is Easy Podcast is a place where we try to simplify and demystify the sales process so you have more control over what is happening and you know there are techniques and strategies that can help you overcome all the fears that you experience, all the obstacles, but we need to learn them. So Sales is Easy is the place where we try to give you all the tools and strategies to help you with that. My name is Alan Meyer, 29 years in sales, international sales, and uh, I've been doing sales training for the last 15 years on all six continents, and I welcome you to this podcast. So there isn't very much that we have direct control over in our business lives. For example, we cannot control our customers, we cannot control our colleagues, and we cannot control our managers, right? Or, of course, we cannot control the weather and the traffic, but it may seem difficult, but what we can actually do in a sales arena is this. We can control our reactions to the many things we have no control over. Let me repeat that. We can control our reactions. And when sales adversity hits, how do you react? And the crucial point here is try not to react, try always to respond. What I mean by that? Let me dive into this topic. If you feel you have no control over your reactions and emotions when adversity hits uh, in during negotiations or conversations with your customers, please have no fear. There are specific things you can begin doing that will improve your ability to mindfully walk through your feelings in a productive way. So having the ability to regulate your emotions means responding to all levels of emotional charge situations in a business meeting in a way that helps you rather than hurts you. The development of this skill will, will lead you to more resilience by providing a way to actually feel emotions without letting them control your behavior. Maybe you feel frustration, maybe you feel challenge, maybe you feel depression, anxiety. Whatever happens, you don't want your emotions to actually control your behavior. In a inability of many salespeople to regulate emotions leads to very insecure approach to customers, approach to sales job, and even sometimes guilt uh, that we all feel like, uh, you know, I could do it better. I don't know why I lost this customer. 
but usually it doesn't directly address the core emotions. And working on emotion regulation will help you identify emotions and react to situations in a reasonable way. That's what we all need in sales, right? It will help you address what's causing your suffering without engulfing you in negativity. So I will cover three parts in this podcast, uh, reframing, allowing negative emotions, and then how to increase positive emotions in your sales career. Let's start with reframing, reframing the situations. So there are a number of things you can do to strengthen your ability to regulate your emotions. A great way to begin this practice is by implementing a concept called cognitive reappraisal. So this involves changing your perspective on a negative situation into a positive one. It's easy to assume that the worst thing possible is going to happen. Your clients will never call you back. They will never accept your proposal. They will choose your competitor again and again. And we tell ourselves stories about the semantics or details of emails, the odd looks we get from uh, our colleagues and managers, and maybe even what the future holds for us. And it's easy to wonder what the next unfortunate thing in your sales career will be. That's so normal. But this habit creates unnecessary suffering and frequently leads you to further negative emotions rather than good ones. As you know, it's impossible to mind read. We cannot tell the future. When you try to do that, more frustration comes out and it's difficult to handle it. Instead, try to look at the situation objectively to consider other scenarios. Maybe they're on vacation. Maybe your customers actually they went dark simply because they had big project finishing. Whatever it is, instead of assuming, then you know you should do something about it. You should reach out. You should try to uh, speak with your colleagues who maybe work on a similar account. What's their experience? And whatever it is, you know, maybe you have a meeting with your customers and they somebody gives you a look that seems frustrated or annoyed and immediately your mind may start racing to the possible things that could be wrong. Maybe they already made a decision, you think, uh, to go with another company, not with you. And you play through everything you ever said or done that could have caused this person to look at you that way. If you believe this negative thing so much, you'll notice heightened negative emotions and actually a poor attitude. Your thoughts begin to flood and your behavior, probably it will be influenced. So instead of assuming anything about what might have caused the situation, you can pause, take a deep breath and take a step back and re-reframe your perspective. Rather than having the thought, oh, they are mad at me for no reason or any other negative thoughts, you could reframe that idea and consider the thought they might be having actually a difficult day day as well. Or that look was simply not intentional. By thinking of these things differently, you'll feel your anxiety lessen and your emotions will not turn into something too powerful to keep track on. When you find that you're feeling strong emotions, you don't have to push them down and tell them not to exist. Second part is allow negative emotions. It's important to understand that all emotions that you experience are valid. (laughs) In sales arena, when you have difficult clients, when you're frustrated, it's normal to feel frustrated. It's normal to feel anxious and even worried. But if you tell yourself that there are emotions that you're not allowed to feel, those emotions, you know, they will not go away. Instead, they'll make their way into the ways you speak to yourself, you behave and regulate emotions in a future situations like this one. If you can practice accepting your emotions, you'll notice it's easier to feel them. 
Acceptance doesn't mean that you have to be pleased or satisfied with your emotions. It doesn't mean that you have to be at peace with the current adversity, with the current situation. Of course not. Accepting your emotions simply means that you are acknowledging the truth of what you are feeling right now. And rather than trying to push down your emotions, it helps if you can label them instead. When you can label what you're feeling as an emotion, you can say to yourself, right now I'm feeling anger towards that person or towards the situation. And you'll notice a new separateness, uh, separate feeling begin to form where the emotion doesn't feel so much like it's controlling you. It isn't always easy to acknowledge your emotions. I know that, right? Especially in the heat of debate with your customers. And it's hard not to do anything in reaction to them. One way to develop this skill further is by practicing mindfulness skills. Mindfulness encourage you to non-judgmentally be aware. So it non-judgmental to be aware about the situation and will help you sit with your feelings rather than react to them. So here are some suggestions. Practice these mindfulness skills for emotion regulation. First, observe your breathing. Set a timer for three minutes and simply become aware of your breathing. You don't need to breathe in a certain way or force yourself to think of anything in particular. If you can spend time simply noticing your breath, you'll begin to feel calm. When your mind wanders, just go back to noticing your breath. You can also spend 10 minutes uh, doodling or, or writing something. You don't need to feel yourself like a creative person. You don't need to color in a coloring book. But anything to focus on one thing instead of getting swallowed up in your emotions. You can actually, and this is maybe a weird one, but play an instrument. You know, on, there's so many apps on your phone that you can actually learn how to play an instrument. Or maybe you're already playing one. But when you try to create music, it's a great way to practice mindfulness. You are focused on what you're doing at the moment. And, uh, you know, it, you can process your emotions in a creative ways. Getting outside, especially during lockdown, it was very hard for many people, but getting outside is a path to mindfulness when you do it with intention. Simply go out of your office, go out of your home office, walk outside with the intention to simply notice. Observe your surroundings and name the things you can see, hear, or even smell. And last point here, it's, it's a simple exercise, but visualize your emotions floating by like a clouds or like leaves on a slow stream. Close your eyes. Imagine a beautiful place that's really peaceful, quiet, and comforting. Maybe you can imagine an animal or, ob or another object gently passing by. Place one of your emotions on each of those things and watch that emotion peacefully float onward. I know for salespeople that's very hard to do, but try it at least a few times. Mindfulness helps to tether us to the present moment, like almost like an anchor. And these skills build sales resilience and then enhance your quality not just of your career quality of your life doing these things daily helps strengthen your brain function and reminds you of a good coping skills with adversity in sales arena in the future third part i would like to talk about today is how to increase positive emotions whether you're in a time of distress or time of peacefulness it's important to have positive experiences Sometimes we get lost in a hustle and bustle of our sales job and we forget to have fun, fun on purpose. By doing things to have a good time, you are setting yourself up for success in the future. So having positive memories helps give hope when times are difficult. If you're struggling, 
especially with the project at your hands right now, and you don't know what's going to happen, and you feel like you're losing the customer, try doing something you previously enjoyed. Give yourself permission to have a nice time, even if things feel like they're falling apart around you. You can increase positive emotions by doing things that you enjoy. You can watch your favorite stand-up comedian on YouTube, maybe. Go on a hike in the woods. Enjoy an online cooking class. If you cannot think of anything you like, start by going for a short walk or take a shower and being mindful while doing so. Why I'm saying all of this? We salespeople are sometimes overworked and frustrated and we forgot to practice gratitude. When you practice gratitude, it brings about positivity, even when it's hard to stay positive about the business situation that you are currently experienced. Make a, maybe even make a gratitude list each day and see what happens in your attitude. You don't have to come up with the grand things to be grateful for. If you like the pen you write with, be grateful for that pen. Maybe it's a gift from a dear person. If you're having a bad day and cannot think of anything, <laughs> practice being grateful for the oxygen or maybe to have a great pet or maybe your favorite meal. You can change your current outlook by balancing your negative thoughts with some positive thoughts. For example, if you're thinking, I will never close that deal, you can try to replace that they thought with, I'm excited to actually keep learning how to improve myself, my skills, my knowledge, my experience. This offers a shift in perspective that will help with tolerating emotional distress when sales adversity hits. So knowing how to regulate your emotions is a powerful tool for sales resilience. These skills offer the ability to sit with emotions. So remember what I said earlier, uh, respond, don't, don't react. So it offers the ability to sit with your emotions and move on from them without making any impulsive decisions. And that's what we salespeople are known for, right? So when you're going through a stressful period of life, it can feel like everything is out of control. However, you can control your reactions when sales adversity hits. So if you like this podcast, download the special report, The 7 Skills Needed to Overcome Adversity in Sales on salesiseasy.com website and register for the live 3-hour training How to Overcome Setbacks When Selling. But please, send me your sales-related related questions. I will answer them in the upcoming podcast. Send your questions via LinkedIn or directly on the website where you can actually ask any question and I hope I will feature it uh, as soon as possible. Thank you for listening. This is Alan Meyer. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.
Futurecast.